0: Welcome to the Fiery Action Podcast. This is a bi-weekly podcast that discusses multiple topics, including the controversial ones that will either fire you up or piss you off. Which one will it be? We'll have to see. And now, here is your host, Rachel Thornhill. Hey guys, this is your host, Rachel Thornhill. And I wanted to let you guys know that this is our first episode, so this is how it's going to work. This is completely unedited, it's uncensored, it's raw, so it might not be safe for work at times because, yes, I, I curse, so if you have... Uh, this on at work or if you're around small children, there can be times where I might go off and say something that you might not want other people to hear. So just fair warning. So today's topic is all about censorship. And the reason why I picked this is because of what is currently going on. So this is more of a current event type thing. So if you've been living under a rock, if you've just been mainly paying attention to mainstream media that obviously only shows you what they want you to see, then you might not know everything that's going on right now um, with the government and certain public uh companies at the moment. So we have a congressman from the state of California by the name of Adam Schiff. Horrible dude, honestly, like this is insane what he's doing. So he took it upon himself to write letters to write a letter to Amazon stating that they need to pull any merchandise, any videos, anything that is related to the anti-vaccine movement, okay, and pretty much mentioning in the letter that Everything that the anti-vaccine movement is about is false, pretty much like it's fiction, like we're just making shit up, right? Um, And obviously that's not the case, but Amazon took it upon themselves to uh, remove streaming. Now, it's only streaming so far. That does not mean that that will not change, but it's streaming of specific anti-vax documentaries, such as Vaxed for example, and there's a few others. Here's the problem with that. Yes, Amazon is a private company and they can pretty much do what they want and remove whatever they want. But the issue that I have with it and also other people have with it too is that a politician from the government sent a letter to Amazon and Amazon took it upon themselves to be like, okay, we're just going to do whatever the government tells us to do and remove it. It's still a form of censorship, even though Amazon is a public company. They didn't have to do what Schiff wanted him to do. It wasn't like a mandate from the government that they had to pull that. One politician was able to get that done. That's really scary if you think about it. Also, it wasn't just Amazon... It's also Facebook. Facebook is censoring anti-vaccine posts, uh, removing posts. You know, the, totally messing up Facebook lives about you know about vaccine information. They're making they re- pretty much people were reporting anti-vaccine stuff as fake news, misinformation. All that bullshit. Here's the thing: no matter what your stance is on vaccines, whether you are an ex vaxxer like myself, um, who has either children that are injured by vaccines, or you or yourself has been injured by vaccines, because in my case, I have been injured by a vaccine. Or if you're just anti-vaccine and you don't have anyone that's injured because you've done your research and you know what's in the vaccines. Or if even if you are pro-vaccine, this is still a scary thing because once censorship starts, it might not stop if no one stands up for it. And that's just something to think about because it's not just about vaccines. They're starting censorship so it can lead to more things. So, okay, yeah, right now it might just be about vaccines, but what's next? It could be religion next. They could start saying, oh, well, we don't believe that this religion pretty much has any credibility. So we could start removing that stuff too um, because that's, that's misinformation because, um, you know, how, because of their beliefs. I mean, it can be anything, you guys. That's the problem. And for people that are blindly just like, oh no, it's no big deal. You know, this whole anti-vax thing is, is wrong and your kids are going to die and all this crap that some of these people say. Um, is very disturbing, and, but they, you know, they're not being censored, I mean, I've seen it, because this is not just happening on Amazon and Facebook, guys, this is happening on all social media platforms, it's just not as heavily censored, um, you know, as, like, Amazon, Facebook, pretty much follow a government official's orders, but, um, I mean, YouTube is removing videos, uh, Etsy has pulled all anti-vaccine merchandise, um, they've put it in their disclaimer, you know, their terms of service policies, and, but any pro-vax merchandise is still on there, like, some of them say, I mean, I've looked at it as very annoying, but some of them are, you know, vaccinate your fucking kids, or, um, or I vaccinated and I turned out fine my kids turned out fine or you know you, you get the you get the point. So the problem with that is they can say all that hate speech about any type of person that doesn't vaccinate their kids but they don't get hit with, you know, censorship or like being blocked or reported or anything like that. So it's a double standard. And um, that's where a lot of us are really upset about and people that are a part of the, you know, ex-vax movement. And the thing is, we don't like to say anti-vax because the thing is most, most of the people in this movement are not anti-vax. They were, they're ex-vaxxers they used to be pro-vax but then they became ex-vaxxers because they did their research and or they ended up having a child that became vaccine injured and I have heard some of the most ridiculous things about oh vaccine injury is not real guys it's real I mean we know this I mean there's I mean, it doesn't make sense how some people's kids, one minute, they're okay. And then when they get shot, it's like not even 48 hours later, some of them die or some of them have like these really odd reactions. I mean, there's a reason for that. But obviously there's censorship also when it comes to statistics because the medical journals are not fully reporting everything. I mean, you know, it, the, some of these studies are inaccurate and, um, especially the ones that push the vaccine agenda saying that, you know, there's no, you know, there's nothing that states that this will happen as a adverse reaction or whatever, even though it's in the insert, but of course, you know, no, we're dumb and we, and we act like we have a Google degree, but but we obviously know what's going on. Um, so this whole censorship thing is getting out of hand and obviously if the information that people in this movement are pushing was so wrong, why would they have to be censored and silenced? That's something to think about because censorship happens only when they don't want the truth to get out. So the thing is, with, with this happening, you know, things can get crazy if we don't stand up and stop, being, and stop being silent about it. You know, not just sitting behind keyboards and doing it all on social media. I mean, we have to really make our voices heard to the politicians. Get on the phones. Email them. You know, go to their offices, especially if it's local offices, Um, you know, if it's something in your state. Now, of course, if it's it's on a federal level, which um, we haven't gotten to that yet, uh, but, you know, could could happen uh, is it is going to actually happen um, where there's going to be a Senate hearing. um, So. There's, you know, there's so many things that's going on with the whole vaccine movement. And guys, we cannot be silent anymore because the whole point of censorship is that they want to silence us and we can't be silent anymore because if we're silent, then we will get our rights taken away and medical freedom no matter what your stance is on vaccines is something that the government should never have control of no matter what because that is a personal freedom the United States was not built on tyranny I mean we don't want tyranny right so why give our rights away to the government that's the whole point of the amendment we have freedom of speech we also have you know the freedom to bear arms and protect ourselves from our from our government. We were given that for a reason. Because if the government would come after us, we could protect ourselves. So why are you pretty much just giving giving everything away to them? That's pointless. Then that makes you at the, that puts you in the hands of the government where they can control you. That's not what we want. That was not the reason why we. I mean, go back to the beginning of America period, you know, for the beginning of the, like the 13 original colonies. Why do you think we fought the British? It was to get away from a monarchy and have freedom and have personal freedom. What was the point of our forefathers fighting for it if we're just going to give it away? And just be like, oh, no big deal. I'll let the government pretty much tell me what I can do with, um, you know, what I inject into my body. It's funny how, you know, many, many people that are like really pro-vaccine, they're pro-choice when it comes to abortion. And they're all like, my body, my choice. Okay, well, we should have the same right, my body, my choice for vaccines as well. You know, it. I mean, now, my personal belief in abortion, I'm a very open person about being pro-life. And so, of course, I don't believe in pro-choice for abortions. But, of course, that's a topic for a whole nother day. But still, you know, we should have a choice when it comes to medical freedom, um, no matter what. No one should be able to tell us what to do with our bodies. If we don't want to get any vaccines, fine. If we don't want to eat healthy, that's on us too, you know. um, If anything that has to do with our physical selves, if we don't want to do it, we should not have to. I mean, we have free will. We have choice in other situations, so why can't we have medical freedom? Um, and the thing is, um, it, you know, like I said, it's multiple social media platforms. Uh, as far as Twitter goes, I'll be honest with you. I'm not really sure about the censorship. I'm not really on Twitter very much, but I know that it's being done on Pinterest. Pinterest has removed boards that has any type of anti-vaccine information on it. Obviously Facebook, of course, Amazon, like it's mentioned Etsy, you know you can't sell anything that has anti vaccine stuff on it also um Google has m- done some censorship when it can when it comes to um their indexing, so it's a lot harder <laughs> to find credible. Things when it comes to, um, you know, the anti-vaccine stuff. Um, they've really changed, they've changed things around. So it's a lot harder for you to find anything that you're really wanting to look for. Um, so and it's Instagram, um, from what I've, from what I've, uh, been told has removed certain hashtags. Like you can't use certain hashtags and And certain accounts are getting blocked. And the same thing with Facebook. There's accounts being blocked and things like that. Uh, So, guys, I mean, this is a large amount of of platforms that are working together to silence us. And it's not fair. But they're silencing us because they know what we're saying is going to really move mountains I mean this is not you know it's fraud it's pretty much fraud like they're so biased when it comes to uh, trying to cover up everything and say that vaccines are always are safe and that oh certain diseases were eradicated because of vaccines and that's obviously not true we've done our research we know and that's why they want to silence us because they know that we've done the research and we're going against everything that they're trying to brainwash people with. So guys do research, do not listen to just, just the media because media is biased. We know this now it is. It's not, it's not very credible anymore. Um, I mean, and I'm talking about on both sides. I'm not I mean, I'm not going to get political here, but both sides are pretty biased. So you got to be careful with what information you choose to register in your mind because it's not always correct. It's not always 100% accurate. So We've got to be very careful, too, about that as well and not spreading false information. I see it happen on Facebook sometimes, too, even in our movement, even in the X-Vax movement, because sometimes things get, wording gets changed or something like that, and then we end up pushing false information. This happens on both sides. And the thing is, if we want to be taken seriously, we have to make sure that everything that we post, if we're trying to educate people and make people aware of, you know, vaccines and, you know, and anything like that, we have to make sure that what we post is 100 percent right. And it's not something that can be debunked because People already look at us like we're crazy, and like we're like we're idiots and we don't know what we're talking about, so we really have to be careful on what we post and unfortunately even if, especially on Facebook because i'm I'm on Facebook a lot more than the other social media platforms, we even have to watch what words we use because that can automatically set off a red flag to Facebook to censor it so That's why you're not really going to see me post, um, especially with my podcast. I have to be very careful as well because obviously it's going across multiple platforms. I have to be very careful about how I word things. And especially if I'm going to share it on Facebook because the last thing I want is for my podcast to be banned on Facebook because most of the audience is there and they know this and you know we a lot of us have Facebook pages to promote our businesses and things like that and guess what those can get censored too I've seen it happen already to multiple people so we have to be extremely careful on what we post how we word things you know, what we say, what we do on online right now. We shouldn't have to do that. But unfortunately, it it comes, it, that it, it just comes a time where that happens, you know. So we just have to be extra careful about what we do. And guys, there are other social media platforms out there. That obviously are not big like Pinterest and Instagram and Facebook and and Twitter. But they're a lot more lenient on what you can post. Um, For example, there is MeWe that a lot of people are going to now. Uh, I personally did sign up. I just haven't really built my profile. But... A lot of people are flocking to there and leaving Facebook because of the censorship issue. But the biggest thing I think we need to do, and guys, some people don't like to go old school, but, you know, just getting names and phone numbers sometimes is just, you know, and sticking together, making uh, group, you know, group chats, things like that going, going more, going in a smaller type platform. Sometimes that's the best thing to keep together because you never know when we might be removed from every single platform and then we don't have a platform to be on. So do that email. I mean, guys, I can't tell you, you know, enough about email. I mean, Especially businesses do it all the time, you know, email lists because you never know when, when Facebook might delete your business page or Twitter might close your account, um, you know, ban, ban you from there or Instagram might ban you or, or anything like that. And then it's like, where are you going to, um, speak to the people that you need to speak to? So email lists have become a big thing and so that's something else that can be done you know if you have uh, um, like let's say you have a blog about the XVax movement or something make an email list get people on it even um, there I know on Facebook there's some things going on right now with um, certain people that are creating like databases um, with, you know, with people's contact information so they can keep in touch with them if it goes down to where we have no social media platforms to go on. So definitely keep those type of things in mind just so you can keep in touch with people because you never know when social media is going to be completely against us and censor us I would hope it doesn't get to that point because guys if you think about it we we could be repeating history I mean this happened the book burning you know in Nazi Germany that happened you know where obviously you couldn't you couldn't read um certain things also um I mean if you read the book Fahrenheit 451. I'm sure many of us read that book back in school. I know I did. I read it back in middle school, I believe. And this is a lot like what happened in that book. It's crazy how I never thought reading that book back back in middle school was like, oh, something like this would never happen. Obviously, I was a kid, but we're starting to see it now, you know, certain information just disappearing off the Internet, you know, because it goes against the narrative. It's happening, but the problem is there's only a certain amount of people that's paying attention to it and the rest are not paying attention to it because it's obvious we live in an instant gratification society where many people do not want to take the time to research and think for themselves. We are the free thinkers. The people that are a part of the X-Facts movement are free thinkers because we think for ourselves. We do the research. We don't just automatically listen to what we're told because that person could have bias especially if it's the media. Media has been known to lie. I mean, that's that's nothing new. So we have to be very careful about what we listen to and what we read and what we consume so it doesn't get put us in a bind because we're being fed certain messages because that's what they want us to pay attention to. But there's a lot of things that are going on behind the scenes that we should be paying attention to. But they don't want us to because obviously they want you to pay attention to, you know, what's going on with Trump, you know, Um, and them calling him a bigot and a racist and everything else like they always do. And I mean, there's always some story about Trump and how he's racist. Okay, they're pushing all of that and making you watch all of that while your senators and representatives are literally going behind you and creating bills to take your rights away. I mean, it's happening in multiple states across the country where they're removing philosophical and religious exemptions from families that are wanting to not vaccinate their children um, where you can only have medical exemption which we all know if you know anything about trying to get exemptions for your children especially for daycare or for schools medical exemptions can be hard to get they're not very easy to get and it's a lot easier to do it on a philosophical or a religious exemption but the problem with it is once they get rid of those two they know that there's some people that can't get medical exemptions and they know this and that's why they're doing it because then that means that's more of you that they feel oh you now you're going to have to get your kid vaccinated because you don't have any exemptions to go with but y'all this is that's when we go against it. you fight it. You fight that bill. you know, if it gets passed, okay, they can there's amendments to bills, you know. Um, we have to really get in touch with our with our Congress and our state and and really push that they don't take our rights away. And if they have taken those rights away from you, if you can, guys, homeschool. That was one of the best things I ever did for my children. Now, I understand there's some people that just don't have the means. You know, either, you know, you're a single parent or, you know, or even a two-income household and you're like, there's no way I can homeschool my kid there's a lot of people that are rallying together to create homeschool groups to where you can have somebody literally like you could just drop your kid off at their house and they'll and they'll home help you homeschool them, you know, so you don't have to deal with that. Um and it's an amazing thing that a lot of a lot of people in this movement are rallying together for. So definitely you know reach out to people you know in your area that you know are a part of this movement because you never know you guys can rally together and do something like that so don't be afraid don't be afraid to um reach out to people because this is mainly for school you know public school um I know with from what I've heard with private schools it's a little different um what your exemption options might be. But even so, you know, if for some reason you can't really do exemptions with them either, try homeschooling. It, you know, it's something that, yeah, I know it, it's not the no- norm. I mean, a lot of people are starting to do it now. But if you can find the means and the way to do it, even if it means you have to, like, work out something with somebody you know do it if if that's the only way that you can get out of your child having to be vaccinated you know for for the states that don't have you know that only have medical exemption so rally together stick together that's the only thing that we can do to fight censorship we can't fight censorship just by ourselves. We have to rally together as a group. So, guys, that's all for for me. I appreciate it if you've stayed on this whole entire time listening, but I just want to let you guys know, I've got I've got your backs one hundred percent. Like I said. We got to keep putting our stories out there and letting people know that this is not, this is not okay. Censorship is not okay. We have the right to freedom of speech. And that is that First Amendment. And they're trying to take that from us as well. So go out there, keep advocating for all the children that have been vaccinated vaccine injured all the adults that have been vaccine injured and guys for all the children that are coming up behind behind those kids because if we don't keep rallying and advocating for these babies we're not gonna have i mean our our children are eventually going to lose their freedoms then their children will lose them too so we got to think about our kids futures and then also the future generation that comes behind them because if we don't then you know who's going to who's going to have a voice for them so all right guys so um that's it for me Until next time, um, which is two weeks from now, I will talk to you guys later. Fight and keep fighting the good fight. Hey guys, so you finally made it to the end of the episode. How'd you like it? Let me know by leaving a review on whatever platform you ended up listening to this episode on and if you like what you heard and you want to hear more and stay up to date with all the episodes of this podcast subscribe to it I appreciate any feedback that you guys give me and until next time